0: Welcome everyone to Divas and tea, the podcast where three ladies talk business and spill tea. And this is some serious business. Some, we're getting dark here, so trigger warning for a lot of things. Um, but today's topic is a heavy one, which I know we just came off the, the Ukraine conversation, which is already pretty heavy, but this one definitely follows into that. And I think, unfortunately, is something that we talk about a little too often. And I'm disturbed by it. How do you all feel?
1: Very disturbed by it, because we experience it so often.
2: Exactly. And it's a little bit different from Ukraine, because it's right here at home. It's something that Mm -hmm. we're personally experiencing.
0: Absolutely. Exactly. So today's topic is, we're talking about domestic white supremacy, um, and the terrorism that we see just on our own um, home front. And what we recently saw, I mean, this we could go on and on because there's been so many cases of it, but the most recent event, uh, which occurred this uh, this month in May, uh, you know that, that things like this don't go away, right? You know that racism just doesn't go away in a blink of an eye, no matter how much progress we go through. It is a constant battle
1: every day. It will continue to be a constant battle because there are people who truly believe that others are subservient to them. And so our goal is not to kind of I hope, you know, that our fight against it will eventually change some minds, open up some different perspectives. Um, but at the end of the day, we want people held accountable for the the harm that they've done with their with their ideology and their actions that have taken out on people who are definitely undeserving of that type of hatred. I'm hoping that anyone who hears this can can spread it around to share, to uh, invite intelligent, rational conversations, because it's the problem. The conversations that we see online uh, are not rational. <laughs> and people, uh, for so long, people say, oh, you know, once the older generation die out, you know, we'll be fine or everything will be fine, you know, because now more and more uh, races are integrating you know in terms of black hispanic you know uh, but Asian also still so not
0: true people are it, our it age. is not
1: true because if you look at the recent domestic terrorists, just a you know as a quick recap guys um uh, a couple of weeks ago there was a a young white male um a man he was 18 years old he drove to Buffalo, New York in one of the, I guess you might as well say predominantly poor or uh, communities, which just happened to be predominantly African-American. He drove to the only, the only grocery store in that um, area, and he shot and killed 10 people. And I'm sure his goal was to kill more, but it didn't happen. The events leading up to that moment were public knowledge like he posted his manifesto online um uh, yeah apparently he had been store several times and the manager even commented on it and no one did anything about it so it's not that people like oh we're so shocked no there were there were signs plenty of signs talking about or or that led up to the event and what particularly are you talking about michelle that you don't get the manifesto
2: no i just don't get like
1: how is like why wasn't this on
2: someone's radar like not only did he post his manifesto online but he also Uh threatened it like uh do a shooting at his school yeah so a year ago right exactly so he should have why was he even able to purchase
1: a gun that's what i want to know here's the problem is that that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm, this is what I'm referring to when I mentioned earlier about the goals that we have hopefully as a more impartial impartial society. And that is the fact that those questions you're asking, Michelle, why? is because there is nothing in place to prevent stuff like this from happening. Like we need to demand police departments, Congress people, whatever. Like where are your proposals to help mitigate, prevent, or to um, get rid of white supremacy and domestic terrorism. But, uh, that was supposed to be on President Biden' uh,
2: one hundred day review. That was supposed to be on his plan to address domestic terrorism.
1: I okay, want to know but, that. Too. But, what are okay. they doing? Okay, but that's that's at the take- that's at the federal level. Most of this stuff happens locally. Most of this stuff is prevented locally. You understand? Everything is implemented at the local not, level. So what are they doing? Lo-
2: yeah, but it's not locally when you drive 200 miles out of your way. The federal government needs to get involved. One city is not going to know that the next city, that this is
1: happening in this city, that's when the federal government needs to get involved. I think it's it. I think it's government in general. I, I think it's city, uh, county. State and national. I, that's my opinion because
2: because
1: yes. there are so and many things. And they all that need the to work together. Yeah, that's I'm, what I'm saying. There are so many things that the government, the federal government, implements that the states can refuse. Just like when President Obama, then former President Obama, who uh, you know wanted to give money to the states to help, it was like the recession that was going on at that time when he first came into office, and they refused it. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not just yep. the federal; they all have to contribute. Um, I would also like to add, because I think
0: both of you make really good points. Like I agree with both of you very hardcore on this. Um, I'd also like to add that what is for sure not helping is because we've, we've definitely seen this before, like with what happened at Parkland where, uh, the, the shooter posted about it and like, you know, gave was very open and honest about the plan, um, and did it online leading up to it. And what we've seen a lot in this case and in cases like it beforehand is there is really no way to properly secure anything online. There is no real policing that is done previous to it. There's only policing done after someone is being investigated. So one, I will say, it is surprising that this boy was still not being investigated thoroughly enough, but the other surprising factor, and what's sad is, is that the only people that would be in charge of making sure that something would have happened is someone who actually saw the post and decided to act on it instead of thinking that maybe he's just being insane. Either way, yeah, all of this is are, are factors that, I, but, I don't but, think
1: help. Yeah, you're right. But it, it goes back to my point is like, okay, where's your budget to combat white supremacy? Where's right. your budget? What, where, where, what are you doing? Like, you know, we talk about things and we're very reactive when it yeah. comes to domestic terrorism. But when it comes to terrorism in other countries, we're proactive. We're sending our troops. We're trying to intervene in their government. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. what's the oh problem gosh. here?
2: Sh-Nikwa. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. They gave yeah. billions and billions. And I can't even tell you how much money for Ukraine. But now, like, we're going through stuff over here. But wh- 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 what are they doing?
0: Nothing.
1: Nothing. Right. Right, <laughs> when,
0: Lauren. Right. When have you ever seen the local government or federal government or any government actually care and give money towards, like, a civil dispute that didn't happen after the Civil War? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. name it. <Right. laughs> you know, Do to name it? Because I can't. You know, There's the amount of times to- that we've seen Indigenous people, like, bullied out of their you know, their reserves and where, you know, they've been promised land. And mm-hmm. from the time that we've seen like, oh, you know, well, we, we support peaceful protesting and then we see exactly the opposite of that. There's, it, it almost seems like it's commentary and not law. That's, that, that's kind of what it seems. So, and. I think, I think
1: that's actually what is true because at the end of the day, yeah, you tell, you tell a group of people. You know, whether it's my people, African Americans, you tell um, na- indigenous Native Americans, you tell Hispanics, you tell um, um, Asians, you tell Indians, you tell anybody that, oh, you know, if you just come here and follow the American dream, you know, follow the laws, you can, you can too, you no. know, uh, build something here. But okay, I'm sorry, the people that frequented the Topps grocery store, they weren't bad people. I think no. we go to all the lists. There were no um, gangsters. There were no criminals. There were no, you know, people who are the scum of society there. They were hardworking individuals. And look what happened. They still weren't protected. You tell us, oh, if we fall in line and we say, police officer comes to us and say, um, hold your hands up. We hold our hands up. Oh, now they feel for their lives. Now they shoot us. Like, damned if we do, damned if we don't. Like, what yeah, is right? it? We, We all, all of us know what it is. I don't know why people, why this subject is such a taboo. No, white supremacy is something that's taught from the womb, probably before the womb, even in school, yep. you know, as an African-American growing up in American society, I always knew and and and, I'm, and, I'm, and obviously I don't feel that way now, but that the white was better. I'm mm-hmm. African-American. I knew white was better. They're teaching me this you know what i'm saying they're teaching us you're right because i
2: felt the same way growing up they make you. i didn't like like my hair i didn't like my eyes and blonde hair and (laughs) then you know in the black community it was oh if
1: you're light-skinned if you're light-skinned you're Mm, close to being white yep colorism exactly exactly and, and you and you wonder where this come from it stems from white supremacy at the end of the day, no respect to my 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 friends who are um, who are allies in this spite, but at the end of the day, the way they te- teach white supremacy, I honestly believe that every Caucasian person, at least in our society, has the potential to be racist or to take advantage of racist situations. Totally. And what do I mean by that? Because I I can go apply for a loan, same community, whatever. My friend could do the same thing. She could be living in the same community. She knows I applied for a loan. She applied for a loan. We just so happen to be getting the house at the same time. I don't get the house. I make more than her. I don't have any debt, anything like that. She gets the house. She has bad credit. And even though she knows that it's not fair, she's not going to pull out and say, hey, I'm not going to do this because they did you dirty. She's going to continue with her loan. You see what I'm saying? She's taking advantage yeah. of racist institutions or or systemic issues or however you want to phrase it. So that's what I mean by this. It's like, we turn a blind eye a lot for African-Americans and um, those who are a minority. We turn a blind eye because we're so inundated with it on a daily basis. It's no wonder that we don't get up here and act a cotton picking fool because of all the stress And the pressures that we have to deal with on a daily basis. We mind our business. You would think that we would be more violent because of everything that happens to us. No, we're constantly laughing, joking, dancing, singing, doing our things, sports, whatever the case, minding our mother effing business. That's what we're doing. And we still get targeted. Oh my gosh. But yet there are people who are supposedly our allies who are, you know, want things to change. But what, what are they doing? What are they in positions of power? What are they doing? Yeah,
0: totally. And it's yeah. embarrassing. It's embarrassing, especially when so many of them, when these things happen, they seem to have the loudest voices and then right. you vote for them and you support them and then they don't do anything.
2: I 100% agree with that. I and that's really
0: painful because, you know, we were taught to, we were taught to elect the people that we felt would be the best to run our country or run but our Lord. cities or run our states.
1: This is, this is the thing i'm sorry to interrupt but i'm glad no. you brought it up because you said just now that we support the people you know positions of uh political power or whatever mm-hmm. at the end of the day i don't want this situation to be politicized
0: mm-hmm. and i feel
1: like that's what they do they politicize the strife that happens due to the effects of white supremacy racism segregationism um Pre- uh, prejudice all of that <laughs> to me like i even now i get that republicans racist democrats we're liberal we love everybody that ain't the truth that is <laughs> <not exactly laughs> That's truth. so true <laughs>
2: but you know what in a way in a way i see what she was saying though because like for me it start with the federal government just like if someone can uh, kidnap a child and and take the child to another state the fbi is going to get involved you don't know if somebody's going to be a terrorist in florida and then decide to take their actions to california local government state officials won't know that that's when the federal government
1: needs to get involved
2: yeah
1: they have information across state lines like even county to county they work with each other they know what's who's on the lookout and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're right. The federal government should get involved because they have jurisdiction, but the knowledge, the information starts at the local and state level. You understand what I'm saying? If
0: if I could also, even if they got a database Go on, Lauren. Well, I, I would like to interject that it's, it would be lovely to think that every state um, Mm -hmm. federal government department communicates with each other. And that's simply not the case. There, There are so many cases of, you know, like racist crimes occurring in all different states and a criminal going to one state and going to another and going to another and literally having an absolute just rage fit on a certain area of the United States. And they don't catch him, despite the fact that he does the same exact things in all these places for months or even years. Because these these people don't communicate with each other. They don't. Why You're I really do don't right. know. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen all the time. There, you know, Michelle, you brought up a database. Like that is a thing. Like when yeah, the,
2: they need the, something like that. Then if they're not going to communicate, at least get a database. Like for example, just, I come from a daycare world. Even with child care when you get a fingerprint. They have a database to check your fingerprint in almost every single state in the United States. So even if they can come up with a database where each city and state and, you know, they can communicate through one through the database, that would work.
1: Well, well, here's the thing, two things. First and foremost, there are. Shoot, the the federal government, uh, the FBI in particular, that particular um, um, law enforcement uh, agency has stated that there are KKK members, uh, white supremacists embedded in our police force, period. Mm. So you're going to have those that aren't willing to share and don't care and want to cover up things. And two, like law enforcement, they're the biggest gang in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, you can call them the Crips and the Bloods, the CIA, the FBI. All of them have yeah. their own little thing. And 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 I say this not just because I'm um, theoretically speaking. I literally, when I was um in high school, I wanted to do the medical program, um summer program. And it filled up really quickly. So the only other program they had available was law enforcement. And, you know, I needed some money, you know. So I'm like, hey, I'm just go through that and I'll learn something different. I'm always a person that likes to learn. And the first thing this guy told us, uh, I was at the sheriff's office. um, The the first thing one of the sheriff's uh, deputies told us when he walked in that classroom, like, I'm a part of the biggest gang in the United States. He literally said that (laughs) and everything clicked once he said that for me personally anyway it's like yeah you are y'all protect each other y'all look out for each other oh you know it's you it's you versus versus us type of thing like yeah so you got those um variables that can really detour what we want so then like michelle states federal government government what are you going to do to circumvent that to help us because this is insane guys like why are uh does the united states who's supposed to be this you know oh so uh premier country you know on this pedestal of we're the greatest country on earth why do we have so many issues with domestic terrorism why <laughs> that's insane to me and they're, they're it's like they're not doing anything about it what do you guys think that that
2: would help i know with me i think better gun laws would help that you know better gun laws um tackling mental health uh another one if you see say if you see something say something although with this particular case he put his hundred and page manifesto and was in a white supremacy <laughs> right. group so they're probably not going to say anything exactly. but like for everybody else like if you see something say something
1: but i There's think most thing.
2: importantly better gun laws like how was he even able to go and buy what did he buy? A15, uh, A- A-R- some A-R- sort of AR rifle? Like how? Like Lo anybody Michelle. that's been diagnosed in the past with mental health, who was he doesn't have previously threatened shooting?
1: Less, well, less, he doesn't have less, mental um, health. No, um, he does not have mental health issues. Please, please listeners. You know, that's Michelle's opinion, but here's these are facts. This guy does not have any documented mental health issues. I no, hate no, no, that they're no. spreading I'm, that narrative. No,
2: no, 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 no. Listen, I'm not talking about him per se. I'm saying in the future, like, what can we do to stop this in the future? Better gun laws, attacking mental health. It doesn't necessarily mean him, but I'm just saying in general to stop something like this in the
1: future. See, here's the thing to to me, like, I am not against better um, gun laws, but I don't think that will be the sole thing to work. I don't even think that'll be a partial thing to work. And I you know agree. why? Because laws are always broken. Look at drugs. Oh, we know drugs can be harmful. Let's ban them. Let's make them illegal. And d- drugs are just as rampant as anything, just like um that's guns can be. And they yeah, have they their own economy that's stronger than
0: our own. Like it's exactly. kind of crazy that the drug exactly. market's economy is is like it's stronger than- Stronger Worldwide. than ours.
1: <laughs> Worldwide It's like the. Yeah, and, stop and making me account, laugh. I'm oh. taking into account pres- prescription drugs as well, since I'm oh, a pharmacist. Yeah. So Which is I mean, like combine that thing. with the illegal. Oh, it's the number one. It's the number one revenue <laughs> across the world. You know? Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. So oh, yes it is. So, yeah, and then the other thing is mental health. I'm sorry. When I look back, just from my limited knowledge, admittedly, when I look back. The things that happen with domestic terrorism, white supremacy, you know, or serial killer, well, serial killer is something different, but I don't, I, you don't traditionally see the people that commit these types of crimes are mental, mental health uh, people. And, and they don't uh, have a history of being violent. They have a history of not being able to control themselves and, you know, maybe yell or whatever, because I worked on mental health on um, when I was going through pharmacy school, but they're traditionally, they're not violent towards others, probably themselves, but not others. Just like that okay. that um poor young older Hispanic Latino um lady who was killed just what last week or the week before last. She was having a mental break down and her family called for help. The lady doesn't speak Spanish. You know what the police come in and do? Boom, shoot them. I I I can throw I them in the um, oh I can gosh. throw them in the That's same group ridiculous. as domestic ter- I can throw them right in the same group as domestic terrorists. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not yeah, sorry. <laughs> seen oh my god. Yeah. yeah. No. So, it's hard hard so, so while these would seem like sound ideas, because they really are like it's something else has to occur. I'm not um, yeah. skilled enough to be able to offer anything, but I do want the people who are and <laughs> who are in charge and who are responsible to present something because that's what yeah. they're there for. So why aren't they doing it? Remove yeah. them, replace them with somebody else who will do it.
2: Yeah, they talk about it when it happened. And then once it died, then they're on to the next thing. And
1: I'm so sick and tired of these, oh, my condolences and prayers. F you, F your condolences, F your prayers. These are people's lives you're dealing with. The loved ones, the, the ramifications, the kids who, who now probably have PTSD that were in the um, grocery store during that shooting. Shoot, I don't care if I'm a kid, I would have PTSD and I'm an adult. like
0: that's crazy yeah i i mean that's i think it's just safe to say that it's not just one thing right
2: yeah like
0: it's safe to say that there are so many factors to why this happens and more importantly why it hasn't ended when it seems like it just should the vast majority of public society would say that this is not something anyone wants and it's, it's horrible and terrifying and it's a tragedy it always yes, they is
1: say that, but would they intervene? Would they actually take exactly. the step out of That's my, that's my biggest contention with so-called allies is like, you can say, yeah, that's horrible. That's not great. How dare they do stuff? But what are you doing to change it? Are you having these hard conversations with your relatives who aren't as open-minded as you, mm-hmm. you know, are you going to church and, and, you know, is this preached in your churches? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's things like that that makes me question who's really for us. And I mean, us, not just minorities, but it's a society because mm-hmm. we're only going to be stronger together versus a, a, at war with each other. And, you know, and it's crazy to me, like, how can you maintain that much hate for someone that just be minding a business? Like, how can you yeah. be that hateful? Where does that stem from? Like, you're already you know like I- ahead of everybody else. You know what I mean? You curtailed the society to benefit Caucasian people. So you're light yes. years of hell. So why are you still after us? Like, really? You know what? I, I took a, a
2: criminal, well, my background is criminal justice. And I remember writing an essay, I can't remember it, but a lot of it had to do with the psychology behind it. Like, how how does it happen? Is it taught? Is it learned? Like, where are they getting this behavior from?
1: Oh, it's definitely learned behavior. You mean to tell yeah. me that eighteen year old uh male that man thought that oh i'm gonna cleanse this is how 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 you how right. because when, when i look at the preschoolers the kindergartners the elementary school they're they're having no problem with each other playing together black white yellow it doesn't matter um uh, but yes. once they hit a certain age and the influence is more absorbed you see a shift yep. in their mentality i was i was the first time another young um caucasian person that i thought was my friend or at least cool this young boy told me to go back to africa because he got married (laughs) i didn't do let him hold my pen or something and i'm like well where you get that from the fuck you know what i mean like (laughs) don't make me laugh please lauren that's ridiculous because that is ridiculous i would be like the fuck you saying?
0: Like, oh what do you god. even say to that? Then go oh back god. to
1: one of the U- the UK countries or like somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I wish I I was savvy enough, but unfortunately I wasn't. I was a little, I was a child. But you know, like, what do you mean? We all from somewhere else. So <laughs> right, like, right. You're a Native American. That, or... that part. That part. Oh my god. <laughs> Sir. So, so to me, in my personal experience, I feel like the behavior is learned. Like, this no, is, you no, know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Oh, gosh.
0: I agree. It's it's buffoonery. It just right. Is.
1: Yeah.
2: right. And then, uh, you know what, I was looking at something, too. And I was like, why are they because it was something with the the Peyton case where he wanted <laughs> it to be a uh to get rid of non-white people non-christians and i'm like where in your bible does it talk about killing black people just because they black and in the united states like what bible are you reading mm.
1: well it's i think some of them literature. write their own well the, yeah you're right um <laughs> you're right lauren but but things and I don't mean historically, like in the past hundred years, let's go even further than that. Look at the, um, when the Christians did their, um, literally the Christians went out and killed those, they conquer, you know, to make, to make sure Christianity continued to spread. And so that was one big event then with Hitler, you know, I mean, there are so many different radicalists in, in every religion where they take it to the next level. And you're like, wait a minute, aren't you going against the teachings? Of the person that you're trying to uphold, that's crazy to me. And you're inviting violence, but that's, isn't that one of the Ten Commandments? That I shall not kill? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. That's
2: what I'm like, what, what Bible are they reading? I'm confused.
0: It, they're reading it upside down. That's, <laughs> that's the problem. They don't even say that upside down. <laughs> first, first and foremost, they're, they're reading upside down because they're
1: idiots. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, uh, uh,
0: I, I think that there, this will not be the last time we talk about something like this, which is unfortunate and sad. Um, so that being said, listener, if you are feeling a, some sort of way and you want to share with us, we would love to have your thoughts shared. Uh, you can feel free to go ahead and email us at diva at gmail.com. We'd love to read your thoughts. You can also find us on Instagram as well as Facebook and if you're wanting a little bit more of what we have to discuss, feel free to find us on all of your favorite podcatchers, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Spotify to name a few. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Stay angry because apparently that's really the only way to get things done if you're just considered angry, and
2: <laughs> which is true.
0: Uh, but stay safe out there and we'll see you again next time. Bye, everybody. See, Bye. see you soon.